Hello, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. I welcome you to the podcast. This is episode 21. The title of the podcast is Consumer Re- Basically, what I'm doing with this podcast is I am going to play like I'm Consumer Reports in two versions of recovery. Secular recovery program, and I'm going to use AA because I'm very familiar with AA. I am also going to use Celebrate Recovery, which I, I, I teach at, and I'm very familiar with that too. So we're going to do sort of like a consumer reports of AA and Celebrate Recovery. That's the way it's going to work. Talk a little bit about consumer reports then. We're basically going to rate it against each other. That's sort of what I'm going to do. Highlight the differences. Usually they do that and they give it a score. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with uh, AA. So in AA, you know, I came to AA when I was in my, I was 28 and I got out of the service when I was 28 and I came back and did what they told me to do. And that's a little bit of, I've told a story before in podcast, but it's a little bit of Consumer Reports is a little bit about what you can expect if you drive this particular car or you use this particular product. Well, if you buy the AA Secular Recovery model, you know, you're going you're gonna to come up with basically the same thing. You're going to come up with very, very much wherever you are. You know, there's the big book, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, written a long time ago. 20s and 30s so they developed it on the fly and they developed a book and then they you know they set up groups and they came up with traditions and standards you know very much familiar to people and it's it's stayed pretty traditional and that's what I sort of encountered I was young and I've talked about what it's like to go to an AA meeting, but owner's manual for how to do AA is very similar. Very similar. You know, so that's what I'm going to do. You know, we're going to look at, you know, how do you, how do you turn the car on? Well, you turn the car on by going to a meeting. You know, and you shop around for a group. You shop around for a group that fits you but you shop around for a group that you're going to go to on a regular basis. You know, and AA is very accessible. Not a town, you can go look up Alcoholics Anonymous and you're, they're going to have a meeting list online or something and you can find groups probably in your town. You might not like the group, you might not like the, there's, there's meetings in every town and, you know, types of groups. You know, it's like there's a lot of models, like you have a car, a lot of models. There's speaker meetings, and there's young people's meetings, and there's, there's a, a, you know, just a whole bunch of meetings for different types of people. They have a light thing in AA that, you know, all you need is to start a group is a resentment. Um, so, you know, it's not like you have to qualify. You just call up and set up a, set up a group, and they have standards. But, you, you know, they, they, AA sort of depends on individual people, people handling it responsibly and following the AA's traditions and steps and traditions. So you go to the meeting and 
you can shop around. <clears throat> might be you may not like the kind of meeting. You don't like the people of meeting. You might not. But you shop around just like, you know, for church people, they'd shop around for a church. You know, the different flavors and stuff like that. Depends on who's, who's going and stuff. I, I chose uh, young people's I just thought, well, a young people's group, and I found one in Brookline, and it was a, it was a bit of a trip for me at the beginning, but I did. I, I went to it, and they asked if I wanted to go out afterwards, and I did. You know, it wasn't all that bad. I started, and I knew at that point, I knew I was going to Noonies, and they were saying, go to 90 means 90 days, join a group. I found this group, and they were, it was peculiar, but it was, uh, you know, they asked me to go out afterwards, and I did, and it wasn't that bad. And so I started going regularly to that group, following the directions. Some directions I took, some I didn't, but I did take the major directions. They're going to have directions. They're going to suggest. They don't tell you. They suggest. They don't order you. And they suggested that I go to uh, 90 meetings in 90 days. They suggested that I get active and do the coffee and do things. And I did that. They said that I do 12-step work. And I did that 12-step work. And working with people that are getting sober and clean and straight and stuff like that. I did that. I did. If you do the program the way they lay it out, things will work out better. And that's what I, you know, that's the consumer reports. If you do what they say and you stay active and busy, then a lot of times good things will follow. If you're obedient to stuff, then chances are it's gonna go well. You know, chances are it's gonna go well. And that's the whole point. You want it to go well. Don't want to drink, are you getting what you're looking for? Is it a car you can drive? Is it forming what you want to do? And is it comfortable to ride in? Is it something you could probably do? And will it be successful? And it, my experience is yes. It was very successful. You know, I, I haven't had a drink in 47 years. And my first six years of sobriety were, you know, 90 meetings in 90 days and getting to know a million people and being submerged in an environment that uh, helped me to get better, kept me from getting isolated. AA performed well according to the specs that they put out. You follow the directions. They call it suggestions. You follow the suggestions. You know, they said, chances are you'll have a life second to none. And I didn't know what that meant. I was hurting bad, but I, I did what they suggested. And you know, I did get a life second to none. I mean, I was doing things I never did before. I was hiking in the mountains with people in AA. I was, I was running around, I was chasing a girl in the program. I was going to conferences and hearing things I never heard before. I was doing a lot of really good stuff. And I wasn't drinking and I wasn't on abuse. I was hurting. I was uncomfortable, but I was not drinking. I was not using. I mean, there was problems and there was upsets and there was stuff, but I was living life. In the midst of it all, I had people around me. I talked on the phone all the time. It was rare that I went to bed before one or two or three o'clock in the morning because I was, I'd go to a meeting, I'd come back, I'd do what I had to do. 
And then I'd get on the phone with one of my AA buddies, and we'd talk until... And then I'd go to bed for a little bit. Um, I had a job where I could fudge it a little bit, and I'd drag out of bed, and I'd go, go do my work during the day. And then when the day was over, I'd get something to eat, and then I'd, I'd head to the whatever meeting I was going to do that night. And for the first three years, I, I was... Periods of, there was weeks when I did nine meetings a week. One meeting a day on weekdays and two meetings on Saturdays and Sundays. You know, on the average, I was, I was submerged and I did, routinely did young people's conferences for a weekend. And that was like, and that was intense, like five or six or seven meetings a day and all-nighters up, up talking about painful stuff so buzzed out by the thing you're flying so buzzed out by the thing it was just I had my catastrophes I had my disappointments I had my crushing things but consumer reports of it has to be about a 95 because it was exactly the way they said it was worked exactly the way they said it did and the result was pretty damn close to what they said You drive that car the way they say, a lot of times if you're open and honest and stuff, and you you put in the time and the effort, you get the result that they're talking about. You don't drink, you don't use, and your life changes. It's not perfect, but it is life. You get to live life, and you don't go towards dying. And at the beginning, that's what I wanted. And I got exactly what I wanted. But the thing that you have to understand, the caveat in Consumer Reports is you got to follow the directions. you got to do the thing. They have a thing. Uh, stood at the turning point. Half measures availed us nothing. Half measures availed us nothing. We had to do the whole thing. We had to go to meetings. We had to work the steps. We had to talk to people. We had to get connected. It worked for me. It worked you know, I was very active in AA for six years, and it worked for me. Uh, my spiritual life, you know, improved. I was, like, asking God that I understood him for help, and he was giving me the help, and I was doing all the things. Like I said, I, I kicked the tires, and I drove the thing the way they suggested. I didn't I didn't try to cheat it. A lot of people go there, and they have you know, they're going to run their program. I ran I ran the program that was given to me, and I did it pretty doggone close. And it delivered exactly what I said. So it's just like Consumer Report. If you buy the car and you follow the directions, chances are you're going to get a very good car, and it's going to operate and satisfy you. That's exactly what AA did to me. Sometimes I think as painful as it was, it was the best time of my life. Sometimes I think it was the best time of my life. So that is AA. That's uh, sort of the recovery part. Now, church part, the re- spiritual part, faith part, I was always in AA, I was always doing a God thing. But somewhere around four or five years in, I had a salvation experience with Jesus, and I started transferring my time and my energies into into church stuff and I started in a Catholic charismatic renewal 
And then I went uh, to a little Catholic stuff, and that didn't work out too well, but it was it was okay. Um, <clears throat> and then at some point, I tried a Baptist church. That didn't, I wasn't like, nah. But then I found out about a church in Natick. I went there, and it was, I'd gotten baptized in the Holy Spirit at, uh, at the charismatic renewal, and it was I was Pentecostal, and I, I went in. It was Assemblies of God, so it was Pentecostal, and it was it was they were moving in a lot of that stuff, and I was can't say I was hooked right away, but I, I went. I kept on going, you know. I'm stubborn now. I just kept on going, and um, I started to meet people, um, and I'm not very good at meeting people, but I started meeting people. In, in consumer reports, they say, well, if you drive the car, I drove the car. I went every week. You know, every Sunday I went. And the same guy, same guy greeted me and said hello and said, waved goodbye. And it was, uh, he was a nice guy and that helped. And I hung around and I went to meet there. And then gradually I got to, you know, they had a, I can't remember where they had a night service. I got to know people there. I mean, it, when I first went there, it was a small church. They were in a small church, but it was growing like crazy. And finally, they moved to another church, built a bigger church. And I went along with them there. I was, you know, it was, by that time, I, I had gotten involved in a lot of stuff. Small, young people's groups, but I got involved with a drama group. And, you know, we did plays and did stuff. And so I was involved in a little smaller type of group. And in that process, um, for good or ill, I met the lady that I was going to marry, you know, a Christian lady. Again, it was, uh, you're in the tires, you're driving, you're doing the thing. And they had a, uh, a coffee house downtown Framingham, and I worked at that. I mean, I was, I did, and I did it. You know, if there was something to do, I did it. And a coffee house was there, and I volunteered for the coffee house. The drama group came along, and I, I, I did that. And so I got to know people. And um, by that time, my life was expanding. I'd had connections. The prayer group in uh, Brighton, and I had the new church. And, you know, I had AA. AA was starting to you know, fade away as I spent more and more time in the church, you know, but I was kicking the tires. I was kicking the tires. I was, and again, consumer reports, you know, if you're going to find out how it works, you got to find out how it works. You got to hop in and do the thing. You, you don't have any, you know, it's, it's one of those things. You got to put the time in. That's the secret, either in recovery or faith. You got to put the time in. Right now, we're sort of in between, and it's, it's not really good. But, you know, you got to be, and we've always been, my family has always been, and it's been since the AA. You know, if you're doing a thing, you're doing a thing. And um, it was like a mantra would be, you know, that's good and that's bad. You know, if, a, if the, you buy a car and you do the thing and a car ain't very good, then you got a problem, but you get hurt. But it's... Still, it's like, if you're going to do it, you do it. If you're going to do it, you do it. 
you don't do it if you're like looking from the outside in. You got to get in there and do it. And church that I originally went into, you know, the the one in uh, Natick, I got involved. I got involved a lot. I, I did in there what I did in AA. I submerged myself, you know. And it was the mantra of my life was since AA was like, if you're going to do it, you do it. That's what keeps you sober. That what keeps you clean is is your not. There's a moderation to it, but you you need to be evolved. You can't be peripheral. You can't have the attitude. I'm going to get away with what I can get away with. You can't do that halfway stuff. It's got to be full. And that's what consumer this consumer force says. If you're going to do this thing, you got to do the thing. If you're going to drive it, you drive it. You got to give it a good chance. That's what I I think AA set me up, and that's what I've done. I've, I've driven, you know. Um, driven the cars. Again, the major take-home for this podcast is if you're going to do it, do it. It's got to have a significant part of your life. It can't be ancillary to your life. It has to be a significant part. You know, for church, my church years in in uh, in Natick were it spread from from being a single person and going to singles groups to being married to being divorced to being you know working and traveling and stuff I, I was a single point or a single parent for a number of years at Natick and um, the church was the the bulwark that kept me going it was the it was the everything I you know again I did it the way that we did it in AA I went sort of almost Whenever the doors are open, you're there. And whatever the church needs you do. I mean, there's obviously a place where you're burning yourself out, and that's, you gotta set boundaries. But, you know, breezing, breezing in late on Sunday morning and breezing out early and not talking to a soul is not gonna work. A little convicting to me right now, but, uh, you know, you need that act of participation again convicting to me right now you need that and that's the consumer report says if you're going to do it do it if you're going to do it do it if you're asking consumer reports about churches if you're going to do it do it you know the, the thing is is that as you do that you know as you're active in a group and you're doing in a group you find out what's actually going on in the church. In other words, if you go to a used car dealer and you buy a used car, you gotta drive the car. You gotta drive the car. But, you know, the only way to find out whether it's a good car is to drive it. You know, sometimes you find out that you bought a lemon. Doesn't mean it's a, churches are bad, it means that you know, occasionally you you picked a church that maybe was good for a while, but then it sort of runs off the road, and that happens with churches. They go through periods, you know, good periods and bad periods. I mean, so, you know, my church experience was the first Natick church was with the pastor, original pastor, was exceptional, just absolutely exceptional. I don't know anybody that ever went to that church for those periods of years 
that has a bad thing to say about it. You know, Pastor Jack and Bert were amazing. It was, it was just absolutely, incredibly amazing. You know, and that's, that's again, Consumer Reports. If you get a good one, stick with it. You know, but that doesn't mean that it's always going to be good. It's going to be, you, you, you evaluate it along the basics of what a church is supposed to do. You know, and sometimes things change in a church. You know, the pastors change or things on the outside change. And then it's like, it's like a used car. It's going along, going along, going along, going along, and all of a sudden, not doing so well, breaking down all the time. So there's all we always have to keep track and, and keep your eye on the pulse of the church and be active in the church and get a feeling of it. And churches go through phases, difficult times. It's a, it's a challenge. Churches are a challenged business. Spiritually, they're under, a, they're under challenge all the time and you just don't know what you're going to pick up but that's that's the way it is there's you know, consumer report says if you're going to go to a church give it a good try give it a good try and learn what a good church is and and learn what the limits are in other words you don't i don't like this and you leave that's not going to work but on the other hand learn what the the signs of a breakdown are coming Generally speaking, you know, that's my experience, that churches are, are groups of people, and every once in a while they, 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 they might need to be put up on a rack and serviced a little bit. Sometimes you just got to, you, you, for the welfare of the family, you just got to bail and go someplace else. And that's a painful experience, go sh- shopping for another car, another church. But in general... You know, if they stick to certain tried and true things, it's usually a good church. And you know, people are going to be a pain in the neck sometimes, but that's what it is. Consumer Reports says they have a used car thing. And they say, well, this, 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 uh, this, this type of car usually goes, does well as a used car. Same way with churches. You know, this, this denomination with these kind of pastors generally go well, do well. You know, depends on a pastor, depends on a, the board, depends on a denomination, but generally these denominations do well. And that's what you're, you're looking for. You're looking, looking for your chance to have a reasonably good church that's going to be beneficial to you and your kids. So, of course, going to talk about the features of the church. In other words, the features of your car. Does it have four-wheel drive? Does it have air conditioning how's the air conditioning well i hate to say it churches are like that as you go church hunting which is a terrible thing you go in there and you if you have kids you're looking for how's the children's church how's the kids program is it good questions you do the thing and you try to find out you know you know how are the kids going to come out if they go through this how is the, uh, if you have teenagers, how's the youth group? If you're, you know, if you're Pentecostal, well, how's the worship? If you're evangelical, well, how's the theology? Is it steady and solid? You know, or is it uh, flighty? Um, you ask those questions. You ask the questions. 
that's the way Consumer Report works. You ask the questions, you, you come up to them. So what does a good church look like? What does a good church look like? Well, depending on what your bent is, if you're Pentecostal or evangelical, if you're biblical-based and stuff like that, then you're going you're gonna to look at what the preaching is like and what the theology is like and where they're going. And you're going to decide, is this something I want? Do you want to go more emergent church, a little, little thin on the theology, but nice uh, social action? You know, that's an option. You got to know what buy-in. So you go for a while. You know, generally speaking, you're sure popping around, you test drive it, like you do in a car, you test drive the church. You know, you go to, you go to services, you, you talk to people, you check out the volunteer stuff, you check out the, the youth groups and the Christian education stuff. You check on whether they have missions trips for the kids. You check out the uh, churches these days have small groups. And it's a, it's a very, I think, a very important part of a good church is to have small groups. In other words, you join a small group agree to go to on a weekly basis and they, they do a bible study or something like that and stuff like that are there small groups available that you can join that's a key thing like for cars you know what kind of stuff does it have in the car does it have air conditioning does it have this or that what's the upholstery like well this is the same thing you know does it have a good what's the reputation of the youth group what is the reputation of junior high what, what's the reputation of the uh, small groups? What's the ev- evangelistic tack of the church? You know, are they out and about doing things? Are they social action oriented or are they, uh, you know, you got to test and see whether what the political situation is. These days that can overwhelm everything else. If it's a political situation and they're, if that's your thing and you want politics, then, you, then I guess you're going to have to find a political church. Um, but you got to understand that politics is like cancer. It's going to metastasize over everything. It's going to overwhelm everything. So my recommendation, if I was Consumer Reports, is if they have a tendency to be like uber political and not a little thin on theology and, you know, discipleship, then I'd say probably stay away. But that's up to you. It depends on what's important to you. But again, it's like Consumer Reports. How's their, how's their uh, teaching? How's their their small groups? How is the the kid the kids programs? How is how is the outreach? Is that comfortable with you? That's Consumer Reports. So you go to a church and you check it out and you see what the, see what they're doing. You know, you, you look and you see, you know, how is it governed? What's the governance of the church? Is it a board or is it... Uh, so you do your research. You do your research. You ask around a little bit, you know, how's it, you know, blah, 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 what's the reputation faster and stuff like that. And then you, a lot of times you're going to get the answer right away. Right away you're going to get the answer because that's what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about, you know, oh, we're, we're doing this or that or, you know, we're... You know, or it's, it's uh, you know, if it's some churches these days, it's going to be like, uh, or something like that. And generally speaking, you know, the more politics you get in, the less 
you're going to get any really good theological stuff. It's going to be all overwhelmed with MAGA. Um, I'd recommend to stay away from that, but it's up to you. You're looking for something that's going to fit for you. You know, theology, you're shopping and you're looking and you're, you want something that's going to be a plus for you and for your family, for your kids. If you got kids, generally speaking, families shop looking for good Christian education. Quality people. And it could be that, you know, that's your thing. That's where you want to serve. Another thing is you're going to look right away and look for places to serve. It's, again, it's like AA. You're going to look for places to serve. There's, it's like AA. You, it doesn't work unless you do the thing. And in churches, the thing is worship, prayer, small groups, and service to the church or the community, volunteer work. That's, that's everything, you know, because that's doing the thing in the church. You know, if you're just showing up, you're walking in on Sunday, 10 minutes late and you're leaving five minutes after the service is over, that's not, the, that's not like, hey, that's not like any church I know. Because generally speaking, you know, I get angsty after the church and I'll talk to a few people and I'll leave. But generally speaking, I'm going to be in some group there during the week. Any church I've been in, it wasn't just the service. It was, you know, I was involved in recovery. I was involved in, in something, you know. I was involved in, you know, I'd bring the kids and then I'd go do food storehouse or something like that. That's just, a, I mean, AA was embedded in me. It was you do the thing and you serve. You do the thing and you serve. That's the way it works. You do the thing and you serve. As a Christian in churches, you do the thing and you serve. If there's no opportunity to serve or you don't like the people or, you know, the politics are overwhelming everything, then I just book. I leave. I'm looking for relationships. I'm talking to myself right now. I'm looking for relationships. I'm looking for my kids to have relationships. I'm looking for, you know, a build a network of people that are gonna be a support to me and I can support in times of need because times of need do come. When you're shopping for a church, you're shopping for the life support of your family. You've gotta, you, you've gotta shop carefully. But that's Consumer Reports. You know, those are the things you're looking for in a good church, is you're looking for something that's going to support you and something you can support. In other words, you're looking for a fellowship where you can be supporting and you can be supported. You're looking for a fellowship that's going to nour nourish your spiritual relationship with Jesus and is going to find you a place that you can be a blessing to other people. Because the spiritual walk is not a, a receiving walk. It's not like a. It's not like going to McDonald's and getting a hamburger. It's a. It's a mutual type of thing. It's a. It's a combination of things. And what you really need is you need to find churches. And I found churches that are marvelous. They change sometimes and not as good, but they they're marvelous. They're, 
you're looking for a place of nurture, you're looking for a place of support, and you're looking for, you know, reasonably stable theology. And my thing is, you're looking for a, a church that is partially decoupled from all the crazy, crazy politics of the day. You know, that's theologically sound. So that's Consumer Reports for churches. I'm not telling you which church, but I'm telling you the basics to shop around. And that's what Consumer Report is. They're telling you what to look for, and that's what I'm telling you to look for. If you're in AA or you're looking for a thing, go to some meetings, you know, shop around. Check and see if they're active in, in 12-stepping. Are they active? Are they, are they going on commitments? Are they, is there an opportunity to network there so you can find friends, find sponsors, find sponsees, find whatever you need? to have an active, vibrant, and successful recovery program. In churches, it's exactly the same thing. You know, is the theology good? Is the teaching good? Is the people reasonable? Is the politics to a minimum and the spiritual to a maximum? Is it good for you? Is it good for your kids? Is it good for your spouse if you have a spouse? Is it, uh, is it going to nurture you and support you when you're, when you're, when you're broken times come. You know, that's what you're looking for. Church. A church is a complete life preserver for life. And you got to shop carefully. Because these days there are churches that are all shot through a politics, you know, that aren't going to do any doggone bit of good when you really need it. So that's consumer reports for churches and recovery. Obviously, I'm going to talk more about little things here and there, but that's the basics. So this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the Junction of Faith and Recovery. And here's here's hoping and praying that um, you search and shop wisely. If you find a good church and it's a pain in the neck, but it's serving the basics, keep it. Because shopping for churches is, 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 is a pain in the neck. Be patient and get in there and work and help make it better. If you're looking for AA or NAA, do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. You know, do the suggestions, do the thing, and you will find a life second to numb. This is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast. It's a junction of faith and recovery. Don't drink, go to a meeting, and Jesus is risen. Thank you much. Bye-bye.